man, how can you afford gas for that big SUV? I pay less for gas than everyone else. I got the free Get Upside Gas app and get up to 25 cents a gallon cash back every time I buy gas. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You're getting up to 25 cents off a gallon with the free Get Upside Gas app while I'm paying full price? You know it. People earned over a million dollars last year. You just got to take a picture of your gas receipt and bam, up to 25 cents a gallon cash back. You don't have to tell me twice. I'm downloading the free GetUpside Gas app now. Download the free GetUpside app now in the App Store or Google Play to save up to 25 cents a gallon when you buy gas. Use promo code NEXT for a 20-cent gallon bonus on your first tank. That's up to 45 cents a gallon on your next tank. Just download the free GetUpside app at the App Store or Google Play and use promo code NEXT. Save money on gas on every fill-up. Just download the free GetUpside app and use promo code NEXT. That's N-E-X-T. Welcome to the Sister Speak Show, my brothers and sisters. You are listening live to the platform. I am your host, Ayana. Not only am I your host, I am the creator and producer of the Sister Speak Show, my brothers and sisters. Tonight, my brothers and sisters, oh my goodness, you are in for a treat. But first, let me explain to you exactly what you are listening to. You are listening to Spiritual Inspiration Shared through the arts, you are listening to spiritual inspiration shared through Ayana. Not only that, we are a beautiful podcast that has six segments. But not only that, this is where contemporary meets vision, sound, and action. A talk show for great minds that create, inspire, and evolve. Oh my goodness, brothers and sisters, you are in for a treat. Okay, so listen. You can catch the Sister Speak show live and on demand on Spreaker, YouTube, Alexa, Amazon Alexa, and SoundCloud, my brothers and sisters. Oh, yes, we are a six-segment podcast that is syndicated on Amazon Alexa. My brothers and sisters, what you can catch on the Sister Speak show, oh, my goodness, it's so much. Let, let me explain to you the platform coming to the stage. The culture climate, the search effort, the tour, and the laugh line, my brothers and sisters. That's right. All of these segments are dedicated for your listening palate. We want to be the flavor in your ear. So check this out. The special guests who will be on the Sister Speak show are dynamic, and they are impacting the communities with their passions. The Sister Speak show is a talk show that will keep your mind and your soul informed, energized. And encouraged. Oh, yes, we are a cultural renaissance platform that influences a climate that con- is conducive to who you are and who you should be. No reckless entertainment, just responsible listening nourishment. My brothers and sisters, we don't go dumb. We go wisdom. <laughs> That's right. On the Sister Speak show. So my brothers and sisters, tonight, my special guest, our special guest. That's right. Author. Ice Mike. 
Oh, yes, brothers and sisters. When I tell you that we have a serious author in the house, or we have a serious author in the house, and when I say in the house, I mean he'll be calling in live all the way from Oakland, California. So shout out to the Bay. Shout out to all the listening audience. Shout out to all of his supporters. Thank you for tuning into the Sister Speak show. But you know what? I couldn't do it better myself. So let's just listen to who you're going to be listening to this evening. California on the platform tomorrow night on the Sister Speaks show at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. Author, poet, writing consultant, self-development advocate, Ice Mike. He is the author of Golden State Heavyweights, Deeply Rooted, Deeply Rooted 2, Deeply Rooted 3. He has received rave reviews and people are absolutely fascinated with his creative writing ability. Oh, you'll be able to check him out on the Sister Speaks show where contemporary meets vision, sound, and action. Brothers and sisters, thank you for listening live to the Sister Speak Show. So you heard it. That's right. My special guest is absolutely dope. He reached out to me and I was like, yes, I would. I'm honored to have you come on to the Sister Speak Show. And that's what it's about. So all of you who are listening, look, if you have something that you feel would, you know, be conducive to the Sister Speak Show, we'd love to have you on as a special guest. But let's just get right on into it now. When it comes to being an author, when it comes to writing, when it comes to language and being able to reach out to your audiences, you have to be able to have a gift. You have to be able to, you know, relate. And a lot of times authors just pull from their experiences, you know, life's experiences that, you know, just mirror what others are going through. And there are some authors that are able to just really, you know, connect with the audiences and you know if you want to chat live all you have to do is just create an account you know chat live with us and you know share your opinions with us on the sister speak show so anyway when it comes to you know urban fiction or you know urban you know non-fiction whatever the genre is that the author is most creative in if you will and you know authors can have several genres that they're able to you know you know, write in and and create, you know, when it comes to these type of genres, especially with urban fiction, you know, that is a very popular genre, but there are so many people out there that want to know, how can I get my book out there? How can I, how can I, you know, what do I have to do in order to write? Some people may not even feel like they have the gift to write, but they, through development and just maybe some courses and classes, they're able to, you know, learn the skills. And then next thing you know, here they are being a bestseller. So when my guest comes on this evening, we'll be able to, you know, talk to him about the different things that one can do in order to write and, you know, how do you get published and what does copyright mean? And even though you may know these things, it's always good to hear a fresh perspective, right? Okay, so listen, I found a clip for you on how to write descriptively, okay? Now, take out your pens and pencils and listen to this. And as soon as my guest calls in, we'll get right into it. You know, like I said, we'll talk about his journey, his passions and, and anything else that, you know, just kind of like correlates with the vibe. And then guess what? The show will be over. And then you'll be able to listen live on demand for the rest of the week to the sister speak show. I am Ayana, your host, and you are listening live to the platform. And yes, tonight, my special guest is none other than author ice Mike, my brothers and sisters. Okay. How to write fiction that comes alive and this is by Nalo Hopskin and excuse me by Nalo Hopskin and actually this is put out by Ted Ed let's go how to write descriptively for many reasons to 
be entertained, to find out who done it, to travel to strange new planets, to be scared, to laugh, to cry, to think, to feel, to be so absorbed that for a while we forget where we are. So how about writing fiction? How do you suck your readers into your stories? With an exciting plot? Maybe. Fascinating characters? Probably. Beautiful language? Perhaps. Billy's legs are noodles. The ends of her hair are poison needles. Her tongue is a bristly sponge, and her eyes are bags of bleach. Did that description almost make you feel as queasy as Billy? We grasp that Billy's legs aren't actually noodles. To Billy, they feel as limp as cooked noodles. It's an implied comparison, a metaphor. So why not simply write it like this? Billy feels nauseated and weak. Chances are, the second description wasn't as vivid to you as the first. The point of fiction is to cast a spell, a momentary illusion that you are living in the world of the story. Fiction engages the senses, helps us create vivid mental simulacra of the experiences the characters are having. Stage and screen engage some of our senses directly. We see and hear the interactions of the characters and the setting. But with prose fiction, all you have is static symbols on a contrasting background. If you describe the story in matter-of-fact, non-tactile language, the spell risks being a weak one. Your reader may not get much beyond interpreting the squiggles. She will understand what Billy feels like, but she won't feel what Billy feels. She'll be reading, not immersed in the world of the story, discovering the truths of Billy's life at the same time that Billy herself does. Fiction plays with our senses. Taste, smell, touch, hearing, sight, and the sense of motion. It also plays with our ability to abstract and make complex associations. Look at the following sentence. The world was ghost quiet, except for the crack of sails and the burbling of water against hull. The words quiet, crack, and burbling engage the sense of hearing. Notice that Bakel doesn't use the generic word, sound. Each word he chooses evokes a particular quality of sound. Then, like an artist laying on washes of color to give the sense of texture to a painting, he adds another layer, motion, the crack of sails, and touch, the burbling of water against hull. Finally, he gives us an abstract connection by linking the word quiet with the word ghost. Not quiet as a ghost, which would put a distancing layer of simile between the reader and the experience. Instead, Bakel creates the metaphor ghost quiet for an implied rather than overt comparison. Writers are always told to avoid cliches because there's very little engagement for the reader in an overused image such as red as a rose. But give them love began on a beach. It began that day when Jacob saw Annette in her stewed cherry dress. And their brains engage in the absorbing task of figuring out what a stewed cherry dress is like. Suddenly, they're on a beach about to fall in love. They're experiencing the story at both a visceral and a conceptual level, meeting the writer halfway in the imaginative play of creating a dynamic world of the senses. So when you write, 
Use well-chosen words to engage sound, sight, taste, touch, smell, and movement. Then create unexpected connotations among your story elements and set your reader's brush fire imaginations alight. Brothers and sisters, you are listening live to the platform on the Sister Speak show. I am your host, Ayana, brothers and sisters. So listen, tonight my special guest is, of course, author Ice Mike, the author of one, two, three, four, I think four books that he has. And then not only that, I think he's working on another one. So, you know, we'll be able to get into that. It's just like, wow, you know, to take the time out to write is a gift. It is a gift to be able to just say... You know what? I am going to dedicate my time and I'm going to put this out. And the rewards are so beneficial. You know, it's nothing like a good page turner, right? It's nothing like just being able to immerse yourself into a book and just you cannot stop reading page after page, line after line. It's just, ah, you know, it's just like, what's going to happen next, you know? All right, brothers and sisters, here we go. Calling in live to the Sister Speak show, my brothers and sisters, is my special guest. Give it up for author Ice Mike. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank yes. You. Yes, of course. We just have to, you know, give you a round of applause, my brother, my brother. <laughs> Well, thank you. So we're going to get right into it, brothers and sisters. You are listening live to the platform. And this is my special guest calling in all the way from the Bay Area, California, Oakland, California, to be exact. Author Ice Mike, it is a privilege and an honor to have you on our show. So first of all, thank you for saying yes. And thank you for even considering the Sister Speak show. Uh, it's all good. Uh, and look, I'm, thankfully, I'm, I'm glad it's half time of the Super Bowl, so I ain't missing too much of the game. So that it worked out perfect as far as I'm concerned. Okay, well, you know, I'm not going to keep you too long. I'm not going to keep you too short because I already know. I was like, oh my goodness, it's February. It's February fourth. Oh, I didn't ask the man to come on to the show. <laughs> Okay, perfect. So, how many minutes do we have before you know halftime is up? We got at least a good half hour. Okay, well, well, let's get into it. So, you are an accomplished author. You have, uh, to my knowledge, four books that are out. Correct? Uh, actually, I have I have three that are out. Deeply rooted, one, two, and three. And um, and this month I'll be releasing my fourth book called Golden State Heavyweights. Um, I'm in the final um, um uh, process of the editing stage. That is amazing. So let's just get right into it. Deeply rooted, deeply rooted two, deeply rooted three. What is the, you know, the genesis of the even, you know, creating these books? Like how, how did you even come up with the concept and, and, and what was the experience like writing it? Um, the experience, uh, I'll answer that question first. The experience was like, um, you know, I guess, an avid reader, somebody who's an avid reader or somebody who loves to read books, they can they can understand this and appreciate this, but the way people love reading a good story or reading a good book, that's that's the way I feel when I'm when I'm writing a good book, you know. Mm-hmm. It's like uh you know, when I'm my mind is working, you know, I'm coming up with these these plots and these twists and these storylines and I'm I'm developing these characters and for me it's like, you know, just I can't wait to get back to it, you know, I if I have to go to work or I have to go somewhere. I'm, I'm like, man, I can't wait to get back to the laptop so I can start on this book, mm-hmm. you know, get back in this, in this story, you know? So mm-hmm. it's just, uh, the process is just, 
it's like an escapism for me now, you know, so I love writing the same way I used to love reading books. And that's amazing. So do you feel like not only that it's an escapism, that it's also therapeutic? Oh, most definitely. That's actually how I, how I started writing. You know, uh, it's very therapeutic. It's, it's very calming to me. Um, um, and it forces me to have to really explore myself, you know, mm-hmm. when I'm developing characters and these characters going through some tumultuous or ad, uh, adverse adversity, uh, they're facing adversity or something, you know, I have to really, you know, look within myself, you know, and, and, and um, and, and I, there's a, there are often times while I'm doing that exploration process, you know, I'm discovering stuff about myself, um, and, and I'm going back to, like, a lot of painful places in my past where I'm able to pull, you know, from that emotional, you know, well, you know, and so that I can give a lot more depth to the story and the characters that I'm creating. That's amazing. I thank you for sharing that. And I understand that because I know writing is therapy, and it yes. and it helps so many people, so many of the special guests who have come on the show you know, that's just a common statement that it, it, it is very therapeutic. It has saved their lives and has also saved other people's lives. <laughs> because, yeah, definitely. you know. Um, but, you know, also, um, I started um, writing in 2010. And, mm-hmm. and, and when I said it was very therapeutic, it's, originally I started writing poetry, you know. So right. I was able to really express myself and, you know, a lot of my, my pain and my pleasures and, and my my imagination, and I was able to get that out through a, through a creative writing, mm-hmm. writing poetry. So you know that's that's where the therapy originated in terms of my writing, and then um, I just evolved into uh, uh, a novelist, you know, uh, an author. And 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 that's how it happens, you know. It's like the journey. The journey is is necessary, you know, the time that it takes, but it just it allows you to just see how far you've grown to look back on your writings when you were younger versus where you are right now. And it also allows your, you know, your fans, those who follow your readings to just see how, you know, how much you have developed, you know, with your writing. And so I think that's just a part of the growth. But even if you never became an accomplished author, which you are, you know, even if you had never become that, just the fact that you found you have an outlet to release, you know what I mean? That's just the biggest part about it. So who did you read, you know, growing up? Like who were some of the authors that you were like, I like this author? Oh, oh man. Um, well, off the top, first and foremost, I, I merged slim, you know, that's actually where I got my pseudonym from. Um, you know, back in the day, um, I was I, I used to gang bang and um mm-hmm. and I didn't really I didn't have a nickname. You know, my name was just Mike. You know, so yeah. um, I was 13 years old. I was sitting in juvenile hall and um I was like I need to come up with a catchy name. Mm-hmm. And uh, my mother my mother brought me this book called Pimp: The Story of My Life by Iceberg Slim. And and um, when I read that book, it was like man, this is powerful. You know, it's like this and this is stuff that I identify with. You know, with my father having been a pimp. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, this, this is the, the lifestyle I, I witnessed growing up. And um, so, you know, I used that name, Ice Mike, uh, as, a, as a, it was a nickname and a moniker for a long time. And then when I started writing, um, I just kept it, you know, because that's, I feel like, you know, that's my homage to, to Iceberg Slim. So Iceberg Slim, most definitely, Donald Goink, you know, he's, to me, he's like the most accomplished um, street-lit, urban-lit author of all time in my eyes. Uh, he has very powerful books. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I read Robert Ludlum, Louis L'Amour. Yes. You know, those are like country western books you yes know, they western are books you know cowboy books yep um jackie collins you know and then uh as of late like when the when the urban lit um game you know popped back up like you know maybe 15 years ago or so i started reading you know stuff like um coldest winter ever by sister soldier yes. uh, terry woods 
uh, True to the Game, you know, Nikki Turner. So those were authors who I, I you know, modern-day authors who I, I, I can appreciate their work. Askins and Quavis, what they're doing out there in the Urban League game right now is like, that's why I aspire to, you know, to, to get on that, that, that level, you know? I think you are. I think you already are there, you know what I mean? Because a lot of people, you know, the reviews that you have... And and just, you know, I'm sure the reception that you receive have been receiving, you know, I feel like you're there. You know, it's just a matter of sometimes you have to catch up to it in the flesh. You can already be there in the spirit. You just have to catch up into the flesh. So I just want to encourage you to keep writing and, and keep creating and, you know, keep keep using that escapism because you're, you're able to then, you know, there's a lot of people that can relate to what you're saying that, that have lived the life that, that come from that soil that can relate to the characters. And so they'll follow you. And the one thing that, you know, and the, another thing about your writing is that, you know, it'll, it, it'll bring more brothers into reading, you know, sometimes, you know, that stigma, uh, you know, the stigma of reading is not cool, you know, and, and things like that. And we know that that's absolutely ridiculous, but then you look, Hey, you have a gift that look, now you're bringing more brothers in that may not have ever picked up an urban novel. Okay. At all. They'll go look at an urban movie, but to actually just sit, you know, take the time out and go old school with it, you know, and, and read a book, you know, you, you have that gift. So I just want to encourage you to keep doing it because, you know, for, for the, for the ones who are in juvenile hall, now they're saying, you know, my mom brought me this book by Ice Mike and it changed my life. Now I'm over here writing and, you know, I'm, I'm getting ready to do my own, you know, my own novel and this, that, and the third. So, you know, you, you never know how you will influence somebody else. So, you know, you just keep creating. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I agree with that 100%. You know, we, Need to promote literacy uh, in the yes. black community. Um, you know, I mean, there, there used to be a very derogatory, um, um, like joke. I call it a joke uh, and a stereotype that if you ever wanted to hide something, put it, you know, from a black person, put it in a book. You know, yes. when, I, when I heard that growing up, I used to hate hearing that. And yes. and, um, and I think a lot of a lot of folks brought into it because they they um, you know they they ridicule intelligent dudes. You know, uh, they ridicule guys who are who are. are Pursuing education, definitely. You know, in the black community, a lot of times, and, and it's unwarranted and it's, and it's unfair because you know people start dumbing it down and, and being, you know, you know, living up to that ignorant stereotype. So I'm 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 100 in agreement with what you're saying. Definitely, and and I just you know I just that's just the mentality that has that you know some of the mentalities that permeate through our villages, but you know, hopefully with time will come change, you know, and, and I, that's a good segue. You know, I was just, since you're, you know, you're watching the, the game and everything. And I told you that I wanted to, you know, kind of touch on the Colin Kaepernick situation uh-huh. with you and just get your outlook on that. And how do you think his stance has changed anything? If it has changed anything and, and just what are your, what are your views on being in an industry or being in a, a part of a corporation to where you you can't be all the way how you feel. Yeah. Um, well, Cabinet, first and foremost, I have nothing but the utmost respect for uh, Colin Kaepernick. Yes. And people like him who, who stand up for a just cause and, um, and stick to their guns no matter how uh, much adversity they may uh, face as a result of it. You know, I mean, this brother, you know, he, he believed in something as well as some other guys, you know, who their, their names might not have been popular as much as his. Um, but they believed in something and they stuck with it, you know, um, um, and, and I, I can truly appreciate that, that somebody, you know, stood, you know, in the face of adversity. Uh, um, and, and I'm glad they did because, you know, when he took that stand, 
it's just like a, a, originally they made it seem like it was about him protesting the national anthem because he was black and, and, the, and the national anthem represented American, you know, this or that, you know, mm-hmm. but in reality, he was just speaking about these social you know, injustices that were taking place, especially the murdering of unarmed African-Americans by the mm-hmm. police, which at the time was just, it was like outrageous, like every yes. time you turn the news on, you know, right. getting gunned down, and I mean, it was going to the point where it was on TV, you mm-hmm. know, being televised on Facebook Live, and, mm-hmm. and, 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 and people, <laughs> wasn't nobody saying that, you know, right. like, Nobody was speaking up about this, so the fact that he raised that and an uh, issue with and, and he made these people have a conversation about something that they were very uncomfortable with having a conversation about, I applaud him, you know? Definitely. No, I'm, I I mean, you know, it comes a point in your life where you're going to be tested at, I mean, a test that's going to either pull you to the left or the right. And that, yeah. and that pull is going to... De- is going to determine your whole future. I think we all come to that, that, that crossroad where all of your beliefs, all of your morals, everything that you stand for is going to be tested and Uh you're going to have to be and and that, and that shows the depth of one's character to be able to walk away from it all, to just literally say, I'd rather have life than death. I'd rather be able to, you know, uh, do this thing, which I know is the right thing versus sell out. You know, I think I think a lot of times we have to be able to understand that we're not only just responsible for ourselves, but that we are responsible for the village that, you know, we are supposed to be united. You know, we are mighty in, in numbers when we are united. So, you know, I just I just think that uh, being bold is is a gift. And it is a gift that will be tested throughout time for 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 trailblazers. And he turned out to be a trailblazer, you know, yeah. went right on through that football. Look, avoided those concussions. <laughs> you know, <Absolutely. laughs> I was like, that brother is extra smart because, you know, the concussion rate was high as well. And, you know, that, you know, it was, you know, so much was coming out with about that as well. So, you know, I want to also transition because you live in the Bay area. What do you think is, um, some of the things that, that could happen to change the mentality of the Bay area to change the, almost what it seems almost to be a dark cloud over the Bay, as far as our people is concerned as far as motivation, uh, the the lack of value of life. You know, what do you think? What do you think uh, are some remedies that could take place in the streets of the Bay Area? Well, um, you know, I've, I've been in the Bay Area for a short period of time, and what I witnessed in my, my my time here is that there is a lot of um, advocacy here. You know, there, mm-hmm. there are people who are are very, uh, you know, they protest, they, um, they they speak up, they stand up for theirs, um, and it's unfortunate that, you know, most of the negative things are always blasted in social media or on, on in the media, but, you know, it's always been like that, you know, but they, they don't highlight, you know, the, 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 the protest, the, uh, the positive pro- form of protest that, that many African Americans and, and people of color or just people in general in the Bay Area are, are doing, you know, and, uh, one of the things that me personally, I can speak for myself personally in this regard, is um, like it, it was deeply rooted. Um, I try to highlight a lot of the social issues and injustices plaguing African American communities. You know, mm-hmm. today, um, you know, like the, the open embracing of the thug mentality, the, the effects of fatherless households, uh, black self hate. Yeah. Um, you know, as well as you know, like the results of systemic oppression against people of color. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but but the, the way I do it is because I'm not I'm not trying to reach people who are are necessarily 
beyond that or past that, you know, or mm-hmm. feel like that's not touching them. I try to reach, like, the, like when you talk about at-risk youth or disadvantaged youth or, or, or guys in the um, juvenile halls and things like that, I try to touch them because I want them to, one, identify with the fact that, you know, I was there where they're at, you know, and and um, and um a lot of what I'm writing about is I don't beat them over the head with it, so my book isn't like a, you know, a preachy type of book. I just, won't, I weave these things into the storyline, right. dialogue, uh, through like real true narration, you know, where I, I just really, uh you know, with cunning and crafty storytelling, I, I kind of like highlight these issues, you know, so that, you know, it would spark a, a thought in their mind, you know, and, and, mm-hmm. and maybe provoke them to, to, you know, feel a certain way, you know, a more positive way about this, you know, that type of thinking, you know. And, and just let me highlight this, because this is something that I, I really want to put out there yes. in relation to my book. Yes. Um, a few years ago when when uh, the show Empire first came out, mm-hmm. I remember the conversation came up about Terrence Howard, I believe it was, said that they wanted to use, they were strongly pushing for using the N-word to make it more authentic. Right. You know? And, and um, I was in complete disagreement with that because at that time I had just watched the movie uh, 12 Years a Slave mm. and I had been a dude who used the N-word regularly in my conversation, you know, and was defended with honor, you know, and pride. Yeah. And, um, and, um, and, and I make that argument like, well, I just took the word that I owned it and all that kind of stuff. And, um, and with me, I determined at that time, that was uh, in 2014, I determined at that time that I'm going to take the and remove the N-word from all of my books, you know, so hmm. I don't I don't use the N-word in any of my storytelling, and I guarantee you 100% my books are every bit as street and hood and gangster as any other uh, uh, urban novel, you know, so I'm proud of that fact. And and that's what's up, and I applaud you for that as well, because um, that that word does not define anything. It's just almost it's just an adjective, and you know it's an adjective uh, amongst millions of adjectives. So the fact that you would even take that stance to me is impacting the community. You know, is you're impacting the community through literature, and that literature is 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 so impactful that it allows our brothers and our sisters to understand that there is a language that we can speak that doesn't necessarily require to have to use the N word. So I applaud you for that, you know, and and it's about teaching, you know, not only are you an author, you're a teacher, you know, you're, you're sharing and you're teaching through your, through your words. You, you, you have a platform to, and and almost not, I'm going to say a soapbox, but you have a platform that will, that that can honestly just slide so many nuggets and and gems that you know you know put it in a book you know because like you said that that quote about you know if you want to hide something from someone put it in a book you know yeah. and 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 that is something that has that has permeated throughout you know several several decades in our communities and 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 you know we can we're able to dispel many myths and and stereotypes and things of that nature because I I think it's honestly there's so many of us out here that I think it's just a small minority that is caught up in the ignorance matrix, if you will. You know, I see too many of our people doing well, thinking well, speaking well, writing well, you know, producing well to where I see more, I see more positive than I see negative, but the negative is so strong that you can't help but look at it. You know what I mean? You can't help but see it because you know, when it, when it's, when it's heavy, it's heavy. So another thing I wanted to ask you is how long does it take you to write? Because I know that there are uh, potential authors that are listening and those that will listen on demand 
that want to get into, you know, writing, whether it's fiction or nonfiction, no matter what genre of literature it is that they want to uh, get in, get involved with and start creating in, you know, how long does it take to create? Um, it, it depends on like uh, how into the story I'm feeling at that moment, like how how invested I am into the story. Like like for instance, with deeply rooted, the first book. Um, um, I, I took it took thirty six days to, to write that book. Wow! And and uh, when I wrote part two, it took seventy six days. After wow. that, I kind of like really stopped keeping track of like you know the specific time because you know I was so busy trying to to push the book and, and do other things outside of the, writing the books that you know when I started writing like Big Rooted Three or some of my other stories, revising them and stuff like that, I really wasn't trying to be mindful of time. I was just trying to make it a better product. You know, I wanted to put a right. superior product out there. You know, so. But it depends. I think a lot of it has to do with you know how how much you really feeling you know that story at the moment. Because if you sit down and you just get in front of that that, that laptop or that computer and you you just go and you in it, then it might not take you no more than a month, two months, you know. But if you want to you know take your time, pace yourself, you might be working, might be working two jobs. Um, it could take a lot longer, you know. Um, but just you know, FYI. For your information, just so you know, at the time I wrote these books, I was incarcerated. You know, mm, okay. so I had a lot of time on my hands. You yeah. Know? And, uh, and, and and unfortunately, I had just got I had a cell phone at the time. It's 2012. I had a cell phone and it got and it just got confiscated. So you know that was to me it was like I was able to really just throw myself into my writing at that time. Whereas you know it probably would have took longer had I never had the cell phone in the first place. Or, mm. you know, so I don't know, but it, it just varies though. Yeah. And I appreciate you for sharing that because, you know, it's amazing what we can produce with time and, you know, whatever the journey is, whatever the course is, you know, we all are always going through something to get to somewhere. And so in your time, you know, it's about, you know, being productive and being constructive with your time, you know, and that's what you did. And so look, look at where you are now, you know, you're on the other side of that, you're through it and you have these books and you're putting out a fourth one and, 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 and the reviews are great. You know, tell me, just share with the listening audience, some of the reactions from, from your fans about your novels, because I've seen them on Instagram. And of course you'll share your, you know, all of your social media information, but, you know, share with the listening audience what, what some of the fans are saying about your, your novels. Um, well, I, I've yet to meet a person who, who didn't like them. You know, a lot of the uh, a lot of the feedback I get from most people is like, "Man, you are a very descriptive writer." You know, I mean, I feel like I was right there. The paint, the picture that you painted was so vivid. It's like, man, I was there. You know, and then they they really they love the storyline. They hate characters. They love characters. <laughs> um, you know, and so it's it's, most, it's mostly. I mean, I can't recall any negative um, um, feedback from anybody right. other than you know. Somebody getting killed, and they was like, "I wanted that person to live." You know, <laughs> like that, oh well, the, the, well then you know when when you hear that type of feedback, that means that you have definitely reached your audience, and you have a gift because when people are that engaged, that means that the writer is doing their job. Because yeah. I am completely immersed in in everything that you're you're saying, and so you also mentioned that you're working on Golden State Heavyweights. You know, you know, share with the with the listening on it's just a little bit of a synopsis about that what they can have look have to look forward to when purchasing that book okay uh when i wrote golden state heavyweights uh um i, I wrote I, I intentionally 
tried to narrate that book from a more intelligent perspective, meaning, you know, like, like I, I didn't want to dumb it down in any way whatsoever. I wanted to write to the point where I, sometimes you go get a dictionary wondering what is this word, you know? Right. Um, I, I have, like, the story is about this, this, uh, he was basically like a thug tycoon, you know, uh, that used to hit big licks, and, and a tragedy call, calls for him to change his game plan, and while most people would have got out the game with the type of money he had, he had bigger aspirations of, of, of building a, a criminal empire in California, an all-black criminal empire. So that's where the term, uh, he, he dubbed the, 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 um, the crime family the Golden State Heavyweights. And, uh, but the character is a very intelligent dude, you know, where he plays chess with the game while everybody else is playing checkers with it. So uh, then, you know, I also have like a, a romantic uh, thread uh, in, in, in the story. Um, I have some, some betrayal and treachery in there, you know, uh, and it's a, a lot of, you know, action and, and drama, but it just, it's a more intelligently written uh, novel. And actually, most of the guys who read my books, Deacon Rooted 1, 2, and 3, they say Golden State Heavyweight is, is the best book that I've written. So I'm like, I can't wait for this to come out <laughs> and, and see the reviews on this, you know? Yeah, I'm excited too. And, you know, I can't wait for it to go to to a movie. I can't wait for <laughs> your books because I would like to be in... At least one of the movies. I'm um, just putting my pitch out there now. Look, I got to throw it out there. Look, deep into the sea, I threw it. But I it cannot wait until it is produced into a movie. You know, that's going to be so dope. Because is that a is that the route that you want to go? You know, or you you know what 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 do you want to do as far as you know expanding your brand with your with your novels? Um, it's two, two different um, um, avenues I want to go, two different paths that I want to take with my writing is, one of them is, I'm glad you touched on it, is, is I write books with the mindset of every book I write, I want to be a movie. So yes. I, I'm trying to be as descriptive and revealing as possible. I try to have a lot of uh, depth with my characters. Mm-hmm. I, I try to make it very, you know, um, um, twisted storyline. So it's, it's, it's like, it's, it's complex storylines, but they're easy to understand. You know, I'm, I usually involve uh, a cast of characters. It's not just one character or two characters. It's usually like a cast of characters, but their stories all end up linking together and coming, uh, messing together. So I, I always write with the mindset of my book being on the big screen one day, and I believe it, it will happen, you know, no doubt about that. Definitely. Um, oh, definitely. Um, no, keep going. Okay, also, um, you know, while I was incarcerated, uh, I was involved... You know, I, I originally, I, you know, I was a gang member. I was heavily immersed in the criminal lifestyle. Yeah. And I, I, I just got out like several months ago from doing 28 years. And mm-hmm. with me, um, I was devoted to a criminal lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And I, I got to a point where I wanted to change. I had to change in order to save myself. So yes. when I made that transition and I determined to change, I realized that I had to change my my entire belief system. My belief system was corrupt from 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 all the childhood trauma yes. that I endured. So I had to make a lot of you know significant changes, and I had to literally deprogram myself and then reprogram myself. And and in the course of doing so, I was able to take advantage of a lot of the like what they call the self help groups or the rehabilitative groups in prison, mm-hmm. and and um and and and, and you know, explore myself gain insight into, like, my causative factors, my, my root causes, so much of my anger, my, my, my body, tendency, and behavior, mm-hmm. and um, so now what I try also, that I'm trying to do is I want to be able to create a, a, a creative writing academy, you know, a writing academy where I incorporate creative writing yes. with a lot of the self-help uh, uh, groups, um, uh, um, exercises, and, and, and um, things that, that I did, prompts and things like that, and so that that 
at-risk youth or disadvantaged youth can can basically be better informed. They can they can connect the dots as to the things that they went through as children, you know, and how that formulated their belief systems and, and why they're acting and thinking of where they're acting now. And that, that I feel like, you know, if you know better, you know, you do better, you know. So if they're better informed, they can make better informed decisions. And, uh, and you know, one of the, the motivating forces with that is I think about all the people that I victimize, you know, as a, like a teenager, yeah. you know, and a young adult. Yeah. And I like, man, if, if I can use this creative writing to change one life, to change one mindset, you know, I just think of how many people will no longer be victimized or won't be victimized as a result of that person changing his mindset. You know, so and if it's more than one, then, then that's even, it's just, it doubles and triples or whatever. So, you know, I just, I really want to be able to, to alter the course of life of, of some of the at-risk youth who, who don't know that they, they bring value to the table. You know, that they, yes. they have a gift within them. It's, it just has to be pulled out. They, somebody has to show them that, you know, you don't have to resort to this criminal lifestyle. You know, it's, just, it's another way, you know, something different out there. Oh, definitely. I think, you You know, you're very articulate and you're very wise and I'm very grateful for you. And I just want to say, you know, it's amazing how God is able to take you through some things and bring you out better than you ever were before. And he knows exactly what we need, whether it is being incarcerated. And, you know, and, and just to encourage you, you know, we all are criminals because we all are sinners and we fall short. So when it comes to um, when it comes to, you know, making mistakes and and. Uh, character development, we all have to experience those different type of things. That's just how you grow. You know, and it's just, it's just a fact. That's just how you grow. And, you know, nobody can turn their lip up or anything like that because look, just to be honest with you, we all have done things and some of us just haven't gotten caught as far as, you know, uh, the world would see it, but it's always been, there's an account for everything that we do. So the fact that I see you, you know, making waves, wanting to give back, wanting to serve, you know, uh, uh, thinking about others, you know, if you could just reach one, you know, that's what it was about that it, it, our journeys are about other people and how we will be able to impact them with the fact that we survived. We're victorious that we came through some things, but we also came through and gained wisdom. And so that's what you want to do. So I do believe that you will be able to speak to the youth. I do believe that you will be able to, you know, add your creative writing uh, projects to self-help classes to help those in need like you were helped. I do believe that you are embarking upon some things that you didn't even expect to happen and some things that, that you want to happen that are going to impact the communities because your voice is needed with the at-risk youth. They need to see somebody like you. They need to hear the real. They don't need to hear some old fake, you know, fake talk. They need to, they need to hear somebody say, look, I did this. I did that. This is what happened. And then, and, and as a result, this is what's up. See, they need to see that life is not just, okay, you get incarcerated and that's it. No, you, you know, you, you can go through that course and God can deliver you out of that. You can be facing so many sentences and then next thing you know, you're released. I mean, God is able to do that because it wasn't about that. It was about you gaining everything you needed so you could write better, speak better, live better, feel better. And that's what it's about. So I'm very grateful for your journey and for the fact that you, you know, you're awake in the, in the sense that you know that, look, I had to do better. You understand what I'm saying to you? 
Definitely. And I just hope that you'll be able to, you know, you always hope when, when your loved one is incarcerated or, or anything of that magnitude that they will come out different. You know, you always pray and some don't, some, some don't. So you, you know, you always pray for that epiphany, that divine intervention. And so I just, I just hope that you are able to, you know, go back and be able to speak to, to others so, so they can understand, look, I, I do need to change. I do need to wake up. You know, this brother's an inspiration. I'm, you're an inspiration, whether you, and I think you know that, but you are an inspiration to several men, several, several, several men, uh, men that you've come in contact with and men that you have yet to come in contact with. So, you know, I, I just want to encourage you to keep, keep doing what you're doing. And I'm just very grateful that I was able to even connect with you on my journey and to, and, and to say that you are sister speak family. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, and I appreciate well, your words. You know, I really do. It means a lot, you know, when people recognize that, you know, because, like, you, oftentimes, you know, you, you try to do the right thing and it goes unrecognized. And not that you're looking for like, a right. pat on the back or whatever, but right. just when people, are, uh, you know, they're quick to point the finger at you when you do wrong or mm. quick to say something about you when you do wrong. So when people speak, you know, positively or, 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 or reinforce, uh, you know, something positive that you've done, you know, or affirmation, um, it, it's, it's beautiful. It's a good feeling, you know, so... Yes, a living amends is, is definitely a part of my life, you know. Um, yes. Something I do until I can no longer do it, you know. Yes, yes. And you know what the beautiful thing about it is? That's your past. We all have a past. That's the past. We're on a new journey. You a whole new brother. So we just uh, we just focusing on who you are today. You understand what I'm saying to you? I understand. I understand. I feel blessed to be in the position that I'm in right now, um, because it's not just, I mean, I, you know, the writing I do is, is beautiful, and that's my that's my passion in life, you know, but, you know, my job is was, you know, I'm, I'm a family reunification uh, uh, fatherhood coach, so it's like, you know, this is what I'm surrounding myself with, with positive, like-minded individuals, you know, um, and I'm not out here wasting, you know, um, time, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, I'll share with you this, that when I was locked up, I got to a point in my life where I didn't, I did not want my, my tombstone or, or the, my legacy to be determined by the fact that I was incarcerated and that's yes. all I brought to the table when I lived on this planet, when I walked this earth. I wanted, I wanted so much more for myself because it got to a point where I remember I was sitting in, in the solitary confinement and, um, and I wrote down on a piece of paper, you know, that I deserve better. You know, mm. I deserve a better version of me. My family deserved a better version of me, and the world deserved a better version of me. And I wrote that down, and I put it above my mirror, sort of like look at it every day. And that's that's the year that I, I determined to change my life. And I didn't. I, it's like right now, you know, I stopped at, at that point. I stopped being selfish, and I stopped being selfless, you know. And, and mm. I started trying to really, you know, be the best me that I can be because. When I'm no longer here, you know, 20, 30, 40, 50, 100 years from now, I would hope that my, my, my manuscripts are still, you know, in publication and that 
you got people who know me or are affiliated with me or, you know, are, are part of my lineage. They can be proud of the fact that the statement, the, the, the footprint that I left on this planet was, was deeper and just the fine print might mention my incarceration, but the rest of my, um, my verse, you know, will be so much bigger than that, you know? Yes. Yes, that is well said. You know what? You are... Uh, This is what I do on the Sister Speak Show. I always do a lot of encouragement, but you are absolutely dope. I'm not just pulling your your chain or or yanking your chain or anything. I'm just being very honest when I say you're absolutely dope. And I can hear the redemption in your voice. I can hear it in your your thought, your your thoughts, you know, as far as you when you relate it in your speech. I just hear hear the change in you. And so, you know, I just want to say, I just want to, first of all, just take, take the time out to thank God for the fact that he is awesome. He is amazing. He is a deliverer and he is just, he is just, ugh, he's amazing. And, you know, and, and I'm so excited that I get to sit here and, 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 and speak to a miracle and, um, be able to vibe out with somebody who's very wise. I just thank you for your contributions to literature, first of all, you know, and and to our literature. And I just thank you for all that you are have done and will continue to do. I would like for you to please share with the listening audience uh, your in, all of your social media information and anything that's coming up next and your shout outs because I know okay. halftime half I know halftime is almost up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I'm not, I'm not tripping. I mean, this, the conversation is good. I, I can just be football for this, you know. So oh, about it, thank you. Uh, um, um, let me see. So what I have coming up is, you know, I'm just, I, I want to, my, my, my initial goal is to, you know, to really just put some more good manuscripts out there, some more novels out there. Yes. Um, uh, which, you know, want to be out this month called The Ghost Head Heavyweight. Uh, following that will be a book called Passion with a Pistol. That's actually the first novel um, that I actually wrote. I just did, hadn't published it. You know, I was, I'm fine-tuning that. Um, uh, um, I'm, I like to keep just, you know, moving on the journey of becoming a writer. I want to be, you know, start writing maybe screenplays or something like yes. that. Uh, hopefully that, that this building of my brand, you know, will allow that to happen. Um, I want to make connections with people where I am an impactful and effective change agent out here in society. You know, I, I feel like I've, I've destroyed so much at one time in my life. Now I want to build you know, and and, um, and I feel like I'm doing that. I'm on a, I'm on the right road to doing that. So that, that's something that I definitely uh, look forward to doing. Um, uh, as far as a shout out, you term in terms of like you know, you want oh my oh my my social media. Um, yeah. So I'm, I'm most I'm most active on Instagram. Um, I think that's coming out of prison. You know, all of this social media was new to me. Mm-hmm. So you know, it was like it was mind boggling to, to grasp at times. You know, but um, you know, I. I, I I got it, you know, to <laughs> agree, but Instagram is what I connected with the most, uh, so I'm most active on that. Um, I, I have a Facebook and a, and a Twitter. I just, I haven't been as active on it, but I intend on being more active on it. Okay. And, um, and it's, um, it's Ice Mike right now, mm-hmm. I-C-E-M-I-K-E-W-R-I-T-E now at gmail.com, and, uh, so for all the social media sites, so people can go there and, uh, and, and you know, see what I'm talking about and what projects are coming up for me soon and, you know, what I'm trying to do out here, you know, in, in, in society. That's what's up. And I really appreciate that. And, you know, I appreciate, like I said, everything that you're doing. And I want my brothers and sisters to listen to what I'm about to say. Support this brother. You know, go. Oh, how can they purchase your books? Um, they can go to duffelbagbooks.com and, and order um, um, copies or they can go to amazon.com and order uh, copies. Uh, they're also available in Kindle. 
Um, I'm, now that I'm out of prison, I'm, I'm, I'm able to, you know, to, to reach out to more, um, like, stores or, or, right. or outlets, you know, to, to carry my book. So I'm in the process of trying to, you know, stretch it out. And um, I just signed a three-book publishing deal with Seven Figure Publications in uh, Atlanta. Wow. And, um, so, so most definitely, uh, uh, that's where Gold State Heavyweights and Passing with the Pistols uh, and, and Gold State Heavyweights Part 2 will be coming out also. You know, I, I just like I need to start doing these like these book tours, these book signings, things that I couldn't do before. Yeah, uh, that w- I'll be able to do now that would allow me to you know get gain more exposure. Yes. And, you know, and, and, and touch the fan base more. You know. That's what's up, and congratulations. Oh, my goodness, you're really doing big things. You know, like I said, brothers and sisters, the people who come on the Sister Speak show are absolutely dynamic, and they are impacting the communities with their passions. And when they come onto the platform, we're dealing with entrepreneurs, creative artists. We're dealing with authors. We're dealing with community advocates. You know, we're dealing with those who are on a certain level in the communities and we make the known known. And so you got to hear an interview with, Hey, ice Mike. And I, and look, I have heavy hitters who come on the sister speak show. I mean, you know, you can check my resume. You can check my episodes. Everybody who comes on the sister speak show is absolutely phenomenal and dope. And we have added yet one more member to the sister speak family. Ice Mike author, ice Mike, not only author, but poet. And he's a community advocate. And he's a, you're also a consultant, correct? Yes. Yes. I do creative writing consultant, consultant work. Uh, you know, mainly right now I'm at the point I'm doing a lot of content editing, uh, um, I'm willing to go right, you know. I mean, I go. My pen, my pen game is. I'm, 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 I'm very confident in my pen game. So, yes. If somebody needs that story, you know, they need is the, the right touches to it. You know, I, I got that. Uh, I got that in me. So, you know, most definitely. Um, and then I also, like I said, I, I wanted to do this uh, creative writing uh, curriculum. I want to introduce it into programs uh, like ju- juvenile justice uh, systems. Yes. Um, you know, and then uh, into the communities and some of these at-risk uh, um, communities. You know, and and and. and And you will, and then there's going to be so many, and see the beautiful thing about this show, it's a syndicated podcast, so it's international as far as it's syndicated on Amazon Alexa. So with this show being live, as well as, you know, you can listen to it on demand, it just gives so many people all over the world an opportunity to know who you are. So now we are internationally introducing you to the entire world, you know, and that's pretty big. And so to all of my international listeners, no matter what country you are listening in, uh, listening from on Amazon, Alexa, support this brother, support everything that he has going on, share it with your friends. You'll be able to pick up a novel that you won't be able to put down. You'll be wanting more and you'll be so immersed into his writing that you're going to be like, look, when's the next book coming out? And so that's what it's about. And, you know, you can also just be able to listen to, he has video excerpts also on Instagram where he's just, you know, sharing some candid, candid advice and just, you know, where he's coming from with writing and, and his uh, opinions and his facts. And so, you know, you know, just get to know who he is so you can understand why I asked him to come on the Sister Speak show. I'm sure by now you all can trust me with my guests. Okay. So, you know, uh, thank you so much, my brother, for coming on the show. I thank you for, like I said, every. Everything that you're doing, everything that you will do, anything that you need from the Sister Speak show. If you have anything coming up where you just like, hey, you know, I want to stop by your podcast and make this announcement, you know, feel free to do so because, like I said, you are Sister Speak show family. And once you're a Sister Speak show family, you're always Sister Speak show family. So 
you know, anytime you need anything, just hit me up and, you know, I'll be able to slide you in and you'll be able to, you know, speak to the listening audience and, and get whatever you need to get out that way. Uh, most definitely, and I appreciate that. I mean, I really, from the heart, I genuinely appreciate that, and uh, I truly appreciate what it is that you bring um, to the table. And, you know, earlier, you know, early on in this, uh, this this conversation, you spoke about casting something out there into the ocean, you know, and, and I tell you, you know, this is the kind of thing that I like to take advantage of opportunities when they present themselves, you know, and, and, and I figure, like, okay, what can I, my mind is working while I'm talking, and I'm like, you know, Deacon um, Rudy 4 is already written. It's not, I, I'm, I, Part three just came out um, last year. I wanted to give it some time to breathe, but um, before the year is over with, or the beginning of the next year, Deacon Rudy Four will be coming out. And um, and in that, I'm going to make sure that I incorporate some type of dialogue amongst the characters, you know, so that I can shout out Sister Speak Show and uh, and you know just you know just familiarize people with some of my fan base who may not be familiar with, with uh, your show and uh, just throw it out there. I mean, it's, you know, when people show love, I feel like you got to show them love back. It's just the right thing to do. And uh, I think karma evens itself out all the time. So, you know, for, for you having me on the show, I definitely appreciate it. And I want to be able to, you know, to show, extend the same type of courtesy and, and, and love that you showed me today, you know? Oh, God bless you. That is, that really made, that touched my heart. And I, I thank you so much for that. That, I'm over here blushing. I'm I'm, I'm chocolate, but I'm blushing. That really that really means a lot to me. And I thank you so much for that love. And like I said, any any time, anytime you need anything, it's no problem. Do you want to say any shouts out to any family members? You know, anybody that you want to say hi to that will be listening to you live and on demand. Um. Well, most definitely, my fiance. She's uh she's been uh, a steadfast advocate for me. You know, stood by my side. You know, for the last three and a half years. Uh, and, and I mean, she's my ride or die. So, uh, Jamie definitely want to shout her out. Um, you know, my mom for, for, for always, you know, loving me unconditionally, even when she knew I was in the wrong. Mm-hmm. She checked me, but she loved me anyway. Um, and, uh, you know, I have a few brothers out here in the, in the, in the Bay Area who, you know, I've been, I've connected with, you know, and, um, they're positive minded individuals as well. You know, and they, they really helped, helped me to see a clearer, a bigger picture and a clearer path. Uh, brother Tyson Amir, you know, he's, uh, he has a book called Black Boy Poems, and um, I mean, mm. it will be mind-blowing when you hear his brother do a spoken word on YouTube. Uh, he's a very gifted brother, um, Malik Wade. He's out in San Francisco doing the same type of thing that I'm trying to do, you know, in, in terms of touching touching lives of the disadvantaged youth. And, um, you know, anybody doing something positive, you know, I want to shout you out. If you're doing something positive, don't think it's not going uh, noticed. People pay attention, you know, even if they don't speak on it. And, uh, and, and and if you're doing positive things, you're usually doing it because you want to. So, yes. you know, hopefully it's bringing you the type of joy that you want, yes. uh, the type of uh, peace within that you want. So, you know, most definitely I want to shout out, shout, shout out anybody doing something positive and progressive in their life. Definitely. And shout out to your fiance. Hello to you. And, and, um, Shout out to your steadfastness. It's always good to find somebody who's loyal, you know, whether it's a male or a female. And it's always a blessing to be able to just have a partner who gets you, who loves you and and is willing to just, you know, extend mercy and, and, and show love. It's a beautiful thing to have just one somebody in your life. You know, you get to a point, you get a, you get to a point in your life where you're not trying to have a whole, uh, a whole bunch of people in your circle. You just, you, you get wise enough to where you're like, if I can just have one somebody, I'm doing real good. You know what I mean? Yes, absolutely. 100%. I, and you're right. You're right because 
oftentimes we never find that. You know, a lot of people go through life and they never find that one somebody. Mm-mm. So when you finally do have that one somebody or several people, you know, it's a beautiful thing to, yes. you know, to be surrounded with that kind of unconditional love. Where, you know, people who are going to tell you the truth yes. and they're they going to roll with you regardless, you know. And, uh, so yes. Most definitely it's a beautiful thing. Yes, it is. Well, I thank you so much, my brother, for coming on the Sister Speak Show. Thank you for being a very very special guest on the platform this evening. You have definitely set the stage for the platform for the month of February in a way that is at an all-time high. I, I know I'm doing <laughs> I'm doing really well when I get to have conversations like this. It, it brings me complete joy. I look forward to having the to, to be able to take the time out to read your work because not only do I just want to have you on the show, I do want to be able to read, you know, your your novels and be able to just really you know, come back and, you know, give a review online and, you know, excuse me, on the Sister Speak show, you know, with my guests and everything. So hopefully we can get it to where we can even start some type of book, book something to where, okay, this is what we're reading for the month of February, deeply rooted too. you know, okay. you know, so these are things that I brainstorm about, you know, because I want to add more segments, segments to my show. So I, I just thank you. You've got my brain and my wheels spinning this evening. And so, um, Let's just say this. Let's just uh, switch the subject for a minute. Philadelphia or the Patriots? Um, I'm a Dallas Cowboy fan, so I, I really ain't trying to see the Eagles win. You know, but I'm tired of seeing Tom Brady and the Patriots win. So I'm kind of like, I just want to see a good game. You know, yeah. I, you know, I, it, 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 it's one way or the other. But I, I call it. I think Philadelphia from from watching the first half, they was handling uh, uh um New England pretty good. So I'm. Um, I'm thinking that they're going to win, but you can't ever count this dude, Tom Brady, in them out, man. I just know mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm a Cowboy fan, so I really, it's hard for me to even cheer for uh, Eagles, you know. <laughs> I understand. And look, I'm out here in Texas. So, you know, there are several, several million Cowboy fans. I personally, if I had to, you know, I, I like the Raiders, you know, I'm just, I'm just going to put that out there. You know, I don't, I don't know. I don't know if we're going to ever, if they're going to ever, not we, I don't want to say we, <laughs> but I don't know if they're going to ever get to the bowl, but shout out to the Warriors. <laughs> Yeah, they're doing their thing. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. It's a dynasty right now at NBA. Oh, definitely. For sure, for sure. But anyway, my brother, I thank you so much for your time. And what I will do is I will send you a copy or put a copy in your direct message of the Sister Speak show uh, with your interview. You'll be able to, you know, post it and do whatever you want to with it. And the beautiful thing about it is it'll be on demand forever. So for the rest of however long we are allotted this life, folks will be able to tune in to this interview. So it's it, it's a win-win situation. Yeah, absolutely. And I look forward to hearing your feedback uh, once you do read uh, any of my books. I mean, it's, it's, it's really engage people and, you know, answer questions, uh, you know, and fill them in on, on why I did what I did with the characters and stuff like that or why I went a certain direction with the story. So most definitely I would love to have that, uh, that conversation with you one day and, you know, and uh, with others, you know, so I appreciate that most definitely. Okay, well, this is not goodbye. This is just definitely I will just talk to you later. Absolutely. Okay. Take care. You have a good night. You too. Oh, brothers and sisters, we must, we must give a round of applause for Ice Mike. (laughs) Brothers and sisters, you are listening to the platform on the sister... Speak show, spiritual inspiration shared through the arts, spiritual inspiration shared through Ayana. 
Oh my goodness, Sister Speak, where contemporary meets vision, sound, and action. A talk show for great minds that create, inspire, and evolve. I told you, I told you, I told you that the special guests who come on the Sister Speak show are dynamic. I told you that they are impacting the communities with their passions. I mean, you heard the interview. You heard it. You know it's going up. On the Sister Speak Show, anything going down is crashing. Now listen, the Sister Speak Show is a talk show, my brothers and sisters, that will keep your mind and your soul informed, energized, and encouraged. Look, you need to be informed. You cannot be a dummy, okay? We don't do dumb. We go wisdom on the Sister Speak Show. We want you to be aware, alert, no zombies, okay? No type of dormant activity in the brain. Constantly thinking, constantly being renewed, constantly filling your brain with things that are going to nourish your mind. That's what we want to do on the Sister Speak Show. So anyway, not only that, energized. Look, you need energy. Can't you feel mine? I know you're like, ooh, she has a lot of energy. So, you look, it just depends on the show. Sometimes it's one of those where you have to talk like this and you just have to give them this type of voice, depending on the seriousness of the situation. But most of the times you're going to get full-blown energy because you need to be energized. You need to know that, look, you can get up, you can get out, and you can go get something, okay? It's never too late. We are here to also encourage you on the Sister Speak show. Don't you need encouragement? Don't you need somebody to tell you that you need to go ahead and press your way through? Anyhow, my brothers and sisters, don't you need somebody to tell you, look, you're going to be all right. I've been there before. Look, look, God is able to deliver you from that thing. You always need to be encouraged. You need somebody to tell you, look, look, right now you're a hot mess, but you don't always have to be a hot mess. You can come out of your hot messness, my brothers and sisters. That's what it's about. No, it's seriously about encouragement because through our trials and tribulations, sometimes it can get lonely. Sometimes it is hard, my brothers and sisters. Sometimes you don't you don't know which way is up, and sometimes it's extremely dark. So one of the things that we like to provide on the Sister Speak Show is encouragement. When you come on here, we're going to uplift you. We're going to applaud you. We give you your kudos. We don't tear down. We don't hate. There's enough room for all of us to grow. God multiplies by subtraction. I mean, there are so many positive things that go on with the Sister Speak Show. But guess what? We are also a cultural renaissance platform that influences a climate that is conducive to who you are and who you should be. No reckless entertainment, my brothers and sisters, just responsible listening nourishment, my brothers and sisters. We don't go dumb. We go wisdom on the Sister Speak show. So listen, we have a jam-packed month, my brothers and sisters. I'm telling you, February 4th, we started it off right, right? With author, author, poet, creative writing consultant, and self-development advocate, Ice Mike from Oakland, California, the Bay Area, California, stand up. So listen, February 11th, we have on the platform, author Demond Alvarez. He is a creative writer, author, and a speaker. That'll be Sunday at 7, February 18th, 
Sunday at 7 p.m., we have Sia Saad. She is an author of My Brothers and Sisters. On the 13th, we have coming to the stage, poetess Kiana Mullen. Excited about that. On the 24th, on the tour, we have Varis Bell. He's an artist, and he's the owner of, of Culture Worldwide. Not only that, on the platform, we have Mayhem, and he is a clothing brand designer, and he goes, well, he goes by Mayhem, but his real name is Jamichael Breckenridge. <laughs> Brothers and sisters, that is a name that says, look, you you got long money, the Breckenridges. <laughs> anyway, brothers and sisters, and also we have Clue on the tour. He'll be coming on the 10th, and then we got Jono DeMafia Don from SDYP, the movement. He will be on the tour February 20th. So, yeah. The order was all around. We'll have a commercial for you so you'll know everything that's going on. But look, I mean, February is jam-packed. But not only that, brothers and sisters, what I decided to do this month was something a little different. I decided to commission some spoken word artists to create a piece for us called It Takes a Village. Because regardless of, I understand Negro History Month and all of that that's going on and everything, look, 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 okay? We're popping all the time, okay? So anyway, one thing that is always on my heart is the village. Because we are responsible for one another. Like, we are all the remedy for the whole situation. It can't be done where it's just one or two people, you know? It can't be... All on Dr. King's shoulders, or all on Malcolm X's shoulders, or all on Harriet Tubman's shoulders, or all on Frederick Douglass's shoulders. And some of you are saying, well, why aren't you speaking about current people in, in the communities? I don't know any besides my local brothers and sisters. If you're talking for me to name somebody who's just out there on a national platform on the way that I consider to be conducive to the village. <laughs> hey. So anyway, it can't be all on our four people's shoulders. We got to come out of, oh, what would Harriet do? Oh, what would Dr. King do? Oh, what would Malcolm do? We, 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 we got to come out of that. Look, we got to come out of that. And we have to say, what are you doing? <laughs> okay? Uh, look, the, the clock is ticking. Time is moving. What are you doing? We cannot keep going to the I have a dream speech. We can't. Okay, we've got to wake up from that and we have to put things in motion. We cannot keep marching if we don't know where we're going. So with that being said, it starts with the village. And so I commissioned Lauren Chalair and I also commissioned Poetic Lee as well as Derek Ben Israel as well as myself <laughs> to provide you all our insights on what it takes a village means to us. So tonight we will start off with just one of our special guests poetically with it takes a village. So let's listen. Hands tied in the bind of love, care, and being aware that we will not go anywhere without a village. Backs lifted, frowns shifted upside down because we're gifted with knowing when our crown is tilted that around we have a village. 
we're so subconscious of the weight we carry while others wait to carry those same us believing the tooth fairy though sleeping on what i speak never earned a dollar used to be focused on the bling i set on my collar now i realize the real chain gang are those that stick by your side no matter the pain and truly abide in seeing the sun shine through your rain we been fooled to believe that we'll be more accepted with the monetary gain temporary fame bottles of champagne just some false claims for our insecurities to entertain but starting today let's novocaine the cavities of society train the youth that only sobriety will awaken the third eye indeed there is no eye in we so if your eye can't see that it takes a unity to make community no cliche only the truth of what i say so let me ask you to pay with your attention no with the admission to this village is loyalty sprinkled with diligence now let this sentence show you that royalty is defined when you and i combine to grow the mind one hand to another no matter if it's your sister brother mister mother auntie or other or all in between because today this village will not let selfishness intervene Ooh, brothers and sisters let's give it up See, that's what I love about the Sister Speak show. That was beautiful. It takes a village by Poetically. I thank you so much, Poetically, for your contributions to February's shows. I will be playing all throughout the month of February our beautiful commission pieces from said artists that I mentioned to you all, my brothers and sisters. You know, I know you enjoyed this evening, right? I mean, wasn't he absolutely dope? I mean, I am so excited about change and I am so excited about redemption and I am so excited about epiphanies I mean look brothers and sisters when it comes to growth and change we all (laughs) we all bump our heads and we all are able for most of the time some of us are able to come out of those things you know that that we go through with wisdom with Wanting to reach out and touch someone. So I just want to challenge you all today and ask you this. Out of all the trials and tribulations that you've been through, all of the things that you have been delivered through, what have you done with the wisdom that you've gained? Have you gained any wisdom? How are you serving your communities? Are you writing? Are you speaking? Are you praying? What are you doing for your communities, my brothers and sisters, these days? Oh, you're the help. Oh, you didn't know it? (laughs) You're the laborer. So what are you doing? How are you impacting the communities that you live in? What are you doing to contribute to the upward movement of our people out of the curses that we're in? Are you ready to pray yet? Haven't we had enough, my brothers and sisters? Oh, my goodness. The village. I mean, look. In the world, let me just use this as as an example. When you have somebody in the world who violates certain sex laws, they go on a sex offenders list. So we must have an idiots list, an idiots offenders list. I mean, we (laughs) look, brothers and sisters, we have to get rid of the idiots in the village. How do we do so? We've got to, number one, brothers and sisters, admit that there are idiots in the village. And then we have to admit that we are a village. 
And then we have to be willing to do something about the village. Oh, you are a role model. (laughs) Whether it's on a micro or macro level, my brothers and sisters. So what are you doing today? How are you changing the community? Do you brag about everything that you do? Are you just doing things just so you can get a photo op? So you can just get camera time? So you can just get on the news? Are you just, what are you doing? Are you doing it for vanity? Are you doing it because for sanity? Oh, brothers and sisters, the Sister Speak Show, spiritual inspiration shared through the arts. We'll be right back, my brothers and sisters, after this commercial break. We want you to listen live and on demand to the Sister Speak Show. There are six segments dedicated to serving you, my brothers and sisters. We have the platform, coming to the stage, the culture climate, the laugh line, the tour, and the search effort. Oh, the Sister Speak Show, where contemporary meets vision, sound, and action. A talk show for great minds that create, inspire, and evolve. Brothers and sisters, we are back and you are listening live to the Sister Speak show. I am your host, Ayana, and we're getting ready to close this one out. Look, we are we, we have some dynamic guests coming on. The Sister Speak show is popping. You can listen live and on demand. We record live and on demand from Dallas, Texas, my brothers and sisters. You are able to catch all of the previous episodes at your leisure. I encourage you to create an account and become a follower of the Sister Speak show. I encourage you also to share the Sister Speak show with your family and your friends. I mean, why not, right? I mean, the one thing about this show that's different from other shows is that... (laughs) It's me. It's the Sister Speak Show. And you know what else? We're here for you. We're here for you in a way that's just more than just basic talk. We really want to cater to all of your listening needs. Consider us to be the Baskin Robbins uh, podcast, if you will, with our six segments. And guess what? We're adding more segments this year to the Sister Speak Show. So listen. I'm off on Mondays, but you can still contact me through sistergoodthing.com, my brothers and sisters. Not only that, you can also contact me through direct message at sgtpgw. Now, also keep in mind that I'm an artist and I'm very passionate (laughs) about my gifts. So you can also purchase Original artwork from me. Spiritual inspiration shared through the arts. PGW stands for professional gift work. I have original canvases that vary from 16 by 20s, 18 by 24s. I have 24 by 36s, landscape, portrait size. Just go on Instagram and you can look at all of my canvases. Now you're going to have to scroll down Instagram a little bit because I got about 770 some odd posts. But you can look at my canvases. You can look at my illustrations. And you can just purchase for a very affordable price original artwork. And if you don't want to purchase the original artwork but you would rather have a print I have those available too for you, Canvas Prints as well. So direct message me and PayPal business is how I send out my invoices. So please check out my artwork. My artwork is original, vibrant in color. I like to paint scenes that relate to, you know, my journey, um, 
I'm really into water scenes. So if you're interested in having some original artwork in your home by me, Sister Good Thing, well, no, by me, Ayana, <laughs> of Sister Good Thing Professional Gift Work, I'd love to definitely become someone who can compliment your walls or your office or any other environment that you like to have art. You know, I'm all about artwork. Art brings, painting for me brings about pleasure and it is therapeutic. So please take the time out to check out my artwork online at sistergoodthing.com where you can check out some of my illustrations. They are for purchase. All you have to do is just click and we'll send and free shipping for most areas in the United States. And you can also check out my canvas work on SGTP at SGTPGW on Instagram. Okay? So listen, brothers and sisters, thank you. And if you are interested in voiceover work. I do voiceovers, professional voiceovers. If you are interested in having a commercial run on the Sister Speak show, check out my Instagram page. I have a great deal when it comes to voiceovers for just $25 a month, but you better catch that deal because very soon the prices will go up, my brothers and my sisters. Anyway, look, Have a wonderful evening. I hope that you stay warm. And for those of you who have been listening on demand, I hope you're having a wonderful day and a wonderful morning and a wonderful night, depending on what time you're listening to this program. Anyway, I am your host, Ayana. Kingdom Child Recordings is executive producer of the Sister Speak show, where contemporary meets vision, sound, and action. A talk show for great minds that create, inspire, and evolve. My special guest this evening was Arthur. Ice Mike. Truly a blessing. Until we speak next time on Tuesday, coming to the stage. And then on Wednesday, the search effort. Thursday, the culture climate. And Friday, the laugh line. And then Saturday, the tour. And then Sunday, the platform. Going heavy in the paint, my brothers and sisters. Okay, anyway. You all have a wonderful evening. He's funky, right? I just, you know, I just have to. <laughs> come in, come on. That's Kingdom Child Recordings. Look out for Derek Ben Israel. Just remember that name. Derek Ben Israel. I'm just telling you. Fuego. Anyway, my brothers and sisters, much love and good evening. It's cutting into your exercise time. It's stabbing you in the back nine. And it's attacking your peace of mind. It's pain, and it's getting in between you and the life you want to live. CBD Medic targets your pain at its source. It's fast-acting relief with active OTC ingredients, plus the added benefits of THC-free hemp oil. Get back to your life with CBD Medic, available online and at CVS. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. It's cutting into your exercise time. It's stabbing you in the back nine. And it's attacking your peace of mind. It's pain, and it's getting in between you and the life you want to live. CBD Medic targets your pain at its source. It's fast-acting relief with active OTC ingredients, plus the added benefits of THC-free hemp oil. Get back to your life with CBD Medic, available online and at CVS.
These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease.